It's the live podcast show. Here are your hosts, two guys and their fishbowl, Scott Atwood and Greg Gately. Ahoy, hoy, everyone, and welcome, Disney fans, entertainment fans, and everyone in between. Welcome to the live podcast show, the podcast where we dive deep into the magical world of Disney, pop culture, sports, and you know what? Whatever else we feel like discussing, I am Greg the Fanatic and our co-host, as always, from the House of Mouse Expo, the Main Street Mouse, Lost Princess Apparel, the Main Street Avenger himself, ladies and gentlemen, Scott Atwood. Hello, everybody. The live podcast show is your go-to source for topical discussions and, I don't know, maybe a little silliness. So let's kick things off today by welcoming into the studio my cohort of the live podcast show, Scott Atwood. Scott, how are you doing today, my friend? I'm doing pretty good today, Greg. How are you doing, buddy? Well, um, let's 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 start off here at the uh, beginning, my friend. Um, oh. I, I I may have messed up. No. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to put you? myself. Yeah. Oh. I I know without you're per- a perfectionist. <laughs> I am a perfectionist, hence why we're doing this again. <laughs> so. I unfortunately, we recorded the other day on Mm -hmm. Tuesday, which is our normal recording day. Correct. This gets released on Wednesday morning for everybody out there to listen to. It's now Thursday. Thursday. Yeah. And we're recording. Yeah. So I forgot to add us to the stream to hit record. It happens. Uh, We had a great conversation. It was, it was actually, you people missed out on the greatest show ever. (laughs) It really was one of the best show ever. It was going to be like one of those hidden tapes that one day somebody like Geraldo Rivera will be digging through. It's the secret tape. Our secret tapes of our show. Yeah. Is he going to do the vault thing? He could. Was that Capone's vault? That was Capone's vault yeah. that had nothing in it. So, and the tape for this won't be there either. It yeah. doesn't exist. Neither will Geraldo <laughs> Rivera be there either. That's true. I mean, anyway. So, yeah, let's, uh, we're going to get into this. I just wanted to apologize to everybody for it being late. And I want to apologize to Scott because I donked it up. And I said accidents happen. We and he's very forgiving and he beat me. He's okay. He's a little black and blue. Well, the hair is blue, but please help. Help me. Seriously, help me. Wow, that got weird. That got really that got weird. Really weird. Uh, let's talk, my friend, about a few things that are going on right now. Sounds good. Um, did you see last week the Toy Story Fun Day football oh, show? It was that. That was not football. I don't know what it was, but it wasn't football. So it's it's the kids' show, and it was yes. done on one of those like electronic football fields. That's what it looked like, yes. Um, where, in where, Andy's room, yes, in Andy's room, the claw was the the thing that dropped the ball into where it was supposed to go. Slinky Dog was the ten yard meter, yes. ten yard meter, ten yard, um, ten yard uh, the flags, the poles, yeah, the stick, the sticks. There you go, the stick. That sounds good. <laughs> yeah, we yard both watch markers. football. Let's go there yard marker. That works. Ten, ten yard. Yeah whole guy and he could extend if it was larger or smaller that's what she said <laughs> she had to go there didn't you <laughs> I, sorry, sorry. I told you this was going to be silly today we've now become the too, office we really have all of a sudden um steve oh not Irwin. i almost said steve, steve carell steve carell steve Irwin's the fish guy he's the the Alligator crocodile guy. man crocodile hunter yes that's him He's sailing Did he ever actually us. hunt crocodiles? I do not know. I think he just took care of them. Yeah. He was a good guy. He was a great guy, actually. Yeah. He did a lot for the animals. Big up, Steve Irwin. He yes. went for me and one yeah. for my homie. 
Anyway, <laughs> Toy Story Fun Day Football was, um, I, I'm going to say, I, I think you had the right idea. They're going to be doing something with this. Yeah, I got to believe they're going to, the technology is there. So I got to believe they built all this. To, I think they're going to issue a video game about it for kids. I mean, and if it teaches them football, great. But I just, I watched that game being a football fan. And having fantasy football players in said game made it very difficult. To watch. It was it was atrocious. Like that claw never really dropped the ball no. where it was supposed to. How many times did they like peel back and they were like, "We're just going to show a perimeter vision yeah, exactly. of everything because it's so messed up." I think what would have been funny though is if somebody did get injured if they brought the claw in and removed the player. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been this is brilliant. This is, Oh no, the man's down. Here comes the claw. I think that would have been great. The claw. <laughs> um, it was a disaster. I like I, I have nothing nice to say about it. And I'm trying no. to be positive about it. It was funny. Right. Um, but knowing what Disney was trying to do with it, it was not funny. No, and not for the serious football fans who most people are. If yeah. you're watching, if you watch that, it's because you love football. And then you couldn't turn it off because I kept saying, I can't watch this. Right. Anymore. And how many parents were like, I'm going to this, I'm going to bond with little Timmy today and show yep. him football or, or a little Jessica and <laughs> did not fall down a well, by the way. No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> there was probably more cussing at that game than there was oh, at anyone was... because if you're trying to watch and you want to learn what your players are doing in that game or your team, because it, it was Jacksonville, I can't remember who the other team it was, Jacksonville and I don't know. It doesn't even matter. It, didn't matter. It didn't just matter. didn't matter. Anyway, uh, moving on from that, that was just a minute. I just wanted to talk to you because both of us have fantasy football teams. We do. Um, and I suck this year. Last year, I was amazing. This year, I got nobody. I can relate. My team, I'm 0-5. Ooh. Oh, you're worse yeah. than I am. My running back got hurt the first week. And yeah. then my wide receiver got hurt. So it's like my team sucked. Anyways, now, now that we bored everybody out of the building, thank you so much. Uh, but I do want to talk to you guys. Um, you and Michelle were at Spookala yes. in Tampa, Tampa with Lost Francis Apparel, right. which is your leggings and shirts and um, dresses, apparel, yes. an apparel company. An apparel. Uh, Lost Princess Apparel. There you go. Did we ever find that princess? No. She's lost. She's still lost in a tower somewhere guarded by a fire-breathing dragon. Did she see the light? I don't know. She should have. Yeah. At last. Being at that at last, yeah. <laughs> so I wanted to talk to you about Spookala because we went uh, Sunday. Yes. Um, I, I thought it was cool, man, but you go to a lot of expos. And right. as the owner of House of Mouse Expo, you put on an expo. Right. What did you think of Spookala? I thought it was the first time I've ever been to Spookala. I really enjoyed the show. Um, I saw things that I might want to do with House of Mouse Expo. Um, but I also saw some things that I probably wouldn't do. I thought the aisleways were a little small. I like to keep it a little bit yeah. more open. I know if you do that, it creates crowds and looks better. But I think keeping it more open. Um, I like the way they did their celebrity area. I love the way they did their panel area. Right. Um, you talked to the audio guy. How they yeah, did all I, that. Uh, they did a great job in that room where they had the lighting looked really phenomenal. They had music going in that room the whole time. It was and fun. It whole, just, yeah. and, you know, without a million bucks, they made it look like a million bucks. Exactly. exactly. Um, the backdrops, everybody had a backdrop oh and it God. had the Spookala logo. I love that. That was really good. I'm sorry. I just burped into the microphone. I apologize. <laughs> you did turn your head, but I think it was I after did. the fact. <laughs> <laughs> I like, um, one thing I did want to mention, uh, are we going to be doing a dress code at House of Mouse Expo? Why? <laughs> did, 
When you see, ask that question, I worry. Did you not see some of the outfits? Oh, that, yes. And I'm not talking about like, if no, you want to no, come yeah. in costume, if you want to be a furry, if you want to wear whatever, it was fine. But there was some men and women who would bend over and you would see everything. Everything. Yeah, I think, so one thing for House Mouse Expo is we are family friendly. Right. And being that, Michelle, we don't want to get her in trouble on the podcast, but definitely don't want to get her in trouble with that. Disney knows all about our expo, and we don't want to get anybody in trouble for having something like that. So that's why we say very family-friendly, PG, not even PG, it's mostly G. Um, for it's, the, it's, like, it's a house content. of mouse. Like, yeah. If that doesn't explain it. And speaking of house of mouse, Scott, mm-hmm. I, don't, um, I have house of mouse on uh, Disney+. Plus. I, have you not written to the... Owners, you need me to the, make a phone call. Okay, I'll call somebody yeah. when I get off. I'll I need call, okay, call Bob Iger. Okay, no, and we're going to hear about House of Mouse in a moment, but uh, right. yeah, anything else going on with you, my friend? Because I, I, if we get into sports, which I want to wait till later, yeah, we'll do that later. For I, sure. I, have, I have thoughts. Your team plays this evening because now we are recording on yeah. Thursday, as you said. So I know your team <laughs> is playing, hoping to win the NLDS. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's not get into that right now. Okay, we'll bring that up later. Because then I have a whole episode to think, and now all I will think about is baseball right now. And I don't want to do that. I want to think about all the fun stuff that we're going to do. So listen, today, folks, thank you so much for joining us. Make sure you download this. Check us out. We're now on iHeartRadio. We're on Amazon Podcast. Uh, We are on Podbean, which is where our site is hosted. So please check them out there. Uh, Download, hit subscribe. Hit that thumbs up button. Yes. And I'm working on the website. We should have that up very soon. And then you'll be able to go to the website. You can grab the, you'll see where all those places on there. Yeah. See, that website's going to set us apart it's on that. Gonna help. And gonna uh, help tremendously. yeah, Scott and I are having a great time doing this. And we appreciate every single one of you being here. We are going to take a real quick commercial break and be joined by the one and only the Main Street Mouse herself, Michelle Atwood. So stick around. We'll be right back. Are you a Disney enthusiast searching for a gathering of like-minded fans? Your search ends here. Get ready for House of Mouse Expo 2024, taking place at the Osceola Heritage Park Event Center on March 2nd and 3rd. Tickets are available now at houseofmouseexpo.com. This extraordinary event event was conceived by Scott and Michelle Atwood from the Main Street Mouse to provide a welcoming home for Disney fans and aficionados of all things Disney. It's a unique opportunity for fans to unite and share their passion. The House of Mouse Expo in 2024 promises an exciting lineup of celebrities, thought-provoking panels, stunning cosplay displays, and a global array of Disney-related vendors. Mark your calendars now for March 2nd and 3rd, 2024, and be part of this magical gathering. Visit HouseOfMouseExpo.com for exciting guest announcement tickets and hotel options. Want to live the VIP experience? Check out HouseOfMouseExpo.com. Greetings, Disney enthusiasts. You're now tuned in to the Disney News, where your host is none other than Michelle Atwood, a true luminary in the Disney realm. She's the driving force behind the Main Street Mouse and Lost Princess Apparel, embodying the spirit of a Disney princess and pioneering the world of Disney media. Ladies and gentlemen, joining us in the studio, the Main Street Mouse herself, ladies and gentlemen, the incomparable (laughs) Michelle Atwood. Michelle? How are you doing today? I am good. And again, you flatter me way too much, but thank you. You need to take these, these <laughs> accolades. You are the most humble 
person, you're like, I, I just, I really just know I'm okay. I know. I'm like, don't, don't do that. <laughs> can I, can I put you as, um, ladies and gentlemen, Fox 35 correspondent, <laughs> our own at the live podcast show. We are joined by royalty today. I, I, this, this will get really out of control if you let me. So anyway, Michelle, thank you so much for joining us on the live podcast show. Of Obviously, course. Scott and I are so thrilled to have you here. But you are here to bring us the Disney news before things get out of control. So let's get into this before craziness happens and we get you fired. Okay, pr- probably a good idea. Probably yeah, yeah, idea. yeah. So a lot of news going on this week. Uh, we are going to go over the... Um, Celebrity narrators for Epcot Food and I'm sorry, Epcot Festival of the Festival R. of the Holidays. I went Greg. with every festival except for holiday. Holidays. Food and festivals, wine and dine. <laughs> well, uh, if you go through them all, you're going to hit it eventually, right? <laughs> no, <laughs> there's a lot of ways of doing this one together. So, uh, I'm sorry, we are going to go over celebrity narrators for Festival of the Holidays coming up November this year. And yeah. uh, but before that. What is going on in this world we call Disney? Well, there's good news and then there's like not so good news. So do you want to go that route? Let's start with the not so good news. <laughs> so you want to get right to it, huh? Just, you know what? So let's, let's lead with the bad news. So by the time we're done, everybody's happy and forget the bad news. Is that how that's going to work? No. <laughs> no. Everyone's going to be bitter by the time the segment's over. By the time the segment starts, they're going to be like, I hate everything. I hate everything. <laughs> <laughs> so... Lots of news. I mean, and this one's like, and this is going to affect every single person who comes down here, whether you're on vacation, annual pass holder. Yes. This is a big deal. So I will let you not let you. Oh my God. It sounds like I was, wow, that is the wrong terminology there. Would you please? You're lucky I'm humble. Let's just say that. <laughs> I'm sorry. Y'all should see the stare I just got. Um, <laughs> All right. I'm a little tired and a little slap happy today, so I apologize. Oh my God, that's the best time we want you on this. Thank <laughs> you so much. By the way, ladies and gentlemen, Michelle Atwood. <laughs> I'm just going to keep introducing would you, you. Would you like me to talk about the bad news or what? <laughs> yeah, let's go into the bad news and then we'll decide what we're talking about. Okay, let's right. go bad first. <laughs> All right, so Disney quietly, uh, I can't even say announced because they didn't announce it. They just added all kinds of price increases on their website and the MDE app. Um, so if you weren't paying attention, you might not notice. But a lot of Disney people watch that app and watch that site every day. So yeah, that's part of our job is to know what's going on on a daily basis down here. And uh, you were watching just as long as everybody else was watching in the morning when it all hit. It all hit the fan, as they say. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to be nice, though. Um, so basically, everything got an increase, uh, anything you can possibly think of. Um, so annual pass holders, their prices have gone up. Oh, that's great, because I just renewed today. <laughs> so everything, from what I can tell, I wrote all this stuff down. So everything has like a 40 to $50 increase on the different passes. Um, which is, you know, it adds up. Like if you're a family four, five, whichever, it's going to cost you a lot, a lot extra, if you ask me. That's a, a big chunk of change. It adds to the monthly installments if you're it doing does. it, especially if you're out of town. 
and you can't buy the Floridian pass. Right. You have to buy that big pass and it went up $100 or 150 Yes. Um, and also, in addition to the annual passes, um, parking went up $5. So it was 25 Now it's 30 um, and preferred parking is anywhere from $45 to $55 for the day. I think that's crazy. <laughs> and I'm, I'm trying to be pleasant here, but what do you do? You park 20 feet closer than everybody else. Maybe you don't have to take a tram. It, does, it doesn't matter at, at Magic Kingdom. It doesn't. No, it really doesn't. And you know, the thing is, is that there's lots of times that we show up in the afternoon and we park in Billings and we are literally like, right across from preferred parking, but we didn't pay those prices. Well, we're annual pass holders, so we don't pay anyway. I'm just saying as, you know, it's right there. I don't see the... We pay for it. It's just not (laughs) how much we pay for it. We don't outright hand the money every time we go. Right. Um, Even even things like the uh, Winter Summerland Golf, Greg, it was $14.99. Now it's $19.99 a person to play mini golf. I did the math on that, and it went from... I want to say $57 or $59 per family of four mm-hmm. up to $79.96. For something. one round of mini golf. For one round. It's, it's atrocious on that price. Let me tell you something. Since, <laughs> since we've lived here, we have never gone to play mini golf at <gasps> Disney. And it's, a lot of it is because of the price. I mean, if we're going to spend that kind of money, like I try to like, like figure out like what, what would be more beneficial for us for a night out? Right. You know, we're going to go play mini golf for an hour or we're going to go, go to, you know, a movie together or we're going to do something out to dinner together that maybe would last a little longer. Does that make sense? Uh, I'm following along perfectly. Uh, and I'm not paying nine ninety nine per month on top of the pass. I'm already having to get mini golf free and to get water parks. Like, no, thank you. No, yes, the water park prices went up. Memory Maker. Now, this is this one really gets me. Did you see this? Oh, <laughs> yes. But please, I want your outrage before I outrage on this because this one actually kind of peed me off. A little bit, yeah. right? Okay, so this, correct me if I'm wrong. Now, this is from the research I did. And if my number's off, please feel free. Can I just, and I'm sorry, I don't mean to interrupt. What? Your husband is on the ground playing with toys like he's a little child <laughs> while we record this. I don't have a Oh. He really is. He he's really sitting is. on the ground. He's crisscross applesauce. He on is. On his little carpet. Aww. 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 <laughs> Are we boring you? <laughs> so, anyway. Anyway, back to price gouging. <laughs> Oh, wait, wait, wait. I shouldn't have said that. No, 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 no. I'm allowed to say Back to price gouging. Okay. <laughs> um, so Memory Maker. Uh, so from what I understood, it's $185 for, during your vacation. Um, it's $210 if you're going to do your vacation, plus I think 30 days after to print your stuff off. So it's $210. But here's what I don't get. One day is $75. I, 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 that's unacceptable. Like, Isn't and I, I'm trying not to be a jerk here, but $210 to get 30 days. Okay. And it doesn't matter how long you're here. So it's like 30 days. If you're here, you can use it. That becomes an okay expense. 169 up to 185 to purchase it in advance. Right. That's, I mean, what do we pay? We pay nine extra, 10 extra bucks. Yes. 
but you only need it on one person's pass, yes. <laughs> which trick for everybody out there. If you have a family of four, only one person needs it. Not everybody needs it as that's long as you're linked on the MDE. Right. But that's just, uh, you go to Disney and that's one of my favorite things is to do photo pass, mm-hmm. is to get all the new magic shots. Like to me, this one really blew me away. Mm-hmm. I, I just kind of sat back on, that's just, there's no reason that you you're you have no more cost on there. You're not They're printing digital. film. It's digital. It goes straight to you. You decide what to do with it. Right. So, yeah. Anything else? Because <laughs> we could sit there and, and rile against that one. Let's see. Um, oh, food prices went up across no. everywhere. Mickey bars are now six fifty for an ice cream bar. Um, so sit downs like be our guest mm-hmm. and uh, Ohana over at the Poly um, has gone up like. Three to four dollars a person, which you know doesn't three or four bucks doesn't seem like a lot, but it does add up. Uh, and that's on top of the prices that went up halfway through the year last year. Yes, and they, uh, the the I, I'm going to mess up whoever her name is who said we're going to start cutting back portion sizes and plate sizes, and now we're going to start charging you more. Mm-hmm. So another thing that just it didn't need to happen right now. No, it really didn't. And it, it, it kind of bothers me because, you know, um, people are struggling right now. People can't afford groceries. They can't afford gas. They can't afford rent. You know, but people do want to take a vacation with their families because it's just an important thing that you do. And it's very important mentally and socially to be able to get out and do something like that with your family. Right. As parents, we want to make our kids happy. And have great memories of their childhood, right. you know, or even as they get older, they're only kids for so long and they're only going to want to hang out with mom and dad for so long. You're right on. And, you know, um, we used to, when we lived in Michigan, we would go, um, you know, on Dis- Disney trips all the time, but we would save for like a year. The prices were so much better. I mean, they had free dining, they had free upgrades. Uh, we went for like eight days one time for like $1,900 and that was including tickets. That's amazing those days so what and, and i don't mean to take your time but what really caught me off guard was how many families were coming down this week because it's spring uh fall break for a lot of kids mm-hmm. and they have budgeted x amount of dollars mm-hmm. and they show up between wednesday into thursday and next thing you know their prices on some of this were doubled and yep. i mean 20 bucks adds up it especially does. in a family of four five bucks adds up in these times so yeah well, okay. Anything else get raised over there? <laughs> I don't know. Um, so because we there's more. Oh, but there's wait, more. There's more. So you were talking about the tours, yes? Yes. Um, you want to talk about that? Sure. So the tours, uh, specialty tours, think yes. of over Epcot at the Living with the Land. There's mm-hmm. a behind the seeds tour. Yeah. Uh, there's walking with giants and or feeding animal the giants. Kingdom. Yeah. There's mm-hmm. the um by uh, the savannah meal that you can do um magic kingdom has the tours as uh, well behind the magic behind the magic i know they used to have keys to the kingdom Kingdom. that's what it is i'm so sorry that's no they they i've never taken them before uh every single one of them went up in price not only that not only did they go up but they became fluctuating prices and date based specific so it could charge you what used to be 94 dollars or something yeah. is now 109 dollars to start with right and then on busy days it's up to 149 dollars. see and i don't like that because you know I'm, I'm thinking previously but you know how like last year they announced where 
you know, peak days are going to be more expensive at Magic Kingdom. During the holidays is more expensive. Yeah. Um, and a lot of people take their vacations during these times. So, yeah, great for Disney, but not great for the average family. Yeah. Just my two cents. And your two cents is worth more than two cents in <laughs> the Disney community. <laughs> well, so, um, anything else going on? Do we have any good news? Okay. Well, I have like, so now. <laughs> Now that we got the bad news out of the way. And believe uh, me, that's, and I, we're not, I, I want to put this out there. We're not trashing Disney. Disney is a corporation and mm -hmm. they are trying to make their bottom line and to make money. That's what they do for their stockholders. Yes. But, but your parks division makes an excessive amount of profit and is driving your company right now. Yeah. And, and here's where I'm going to get in trouble. Bob Iger stated back in April mm -hmm. that he understands that people were upset with the price structure and they think they went up too much too quickly yep. and he's going to look into it and try and figure out how to bring it back into reality. This is the exact opposite. Right. What happened? I mean, I don't understand. And you know, you know, okay, sidebar. Yeah. So what bothers me is that people like, okay, so when JPEG was out, you know, it was almost like, you know, world celebration and Iger is back and he's going to fix everything and he's going to, you know, make it affordable and we're going to get back to our basics of, you know, what everybody loves Disney for. And so far, I'm not seeing that, Greg, are you? No, and I still don't think JPEG was the devil. Ah, you know what? Scott <laughs> says that as well. So He thinks um, he was the fall guy. Uh, yeah, you, you know what? To keep us with jobs... Okay, we'll just let we'll that just one move go. On from that. <laughs> okay, pretend you didn't hear that. Was that right. a third rail we almost touched? Maybe. All right, just <laughs> anyway, pretend I didn't say that. Moving on. Moving on. Um, so they did announce that um, all day park hopping is coming back January 9th. So <sighs> that's a great thing. So you won't have to wait till after two o'clock to park hop. Yes. So that was the. You know what? They put out that little bit of good news, <laughs> and then they slid all the bad stuff quiet quietly underneath that and you know that's a great announcement but excuse me not enough to cover all that that uh that announcement was what they made a press release out of that yeah. was on disney parks blog that was they made sure all of us knew that and then quietly they snuck everything else in under the rug and it was just like don't notice this right. hey what's that big noise in the closet ignore the Is man that a clown <laughs> ignore the man behind the curtain <laughs> right what <laughs> dog <laughs> Not that we just made Mickey into like the guy who's behind the whoa, whoa, whoa okay. Anyway. I was thinking Wizard of Oz. Um, I got that. From. Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah. So um, I am really happy about that coming back because uh, that to me, and I, I know with you also, we go to the parks all the time to mm -hmm. report on what's going on, to get mm -hmm. pictures of merchandise, to get pictures of stuff. Sometimes there's only one or two things at one park and we want to be at another park. So park hopping to us is really important. Not only that, people coming down on vacation, they can finally have that time to go, I want to go have a, a, a breakfast at Tusker House, right? but I'd like to spend my day at Epcot. Right. So it works for everybody. Do we have a date on that? Uh, January 9th, I believe. But yep, January 9th. Thank you. So, January 9th. And then uh, one more thing. Uh, we're going to talk about something positive. Yes. Is the new narrators that were added to the Candlelight Processional oh. this year. So that's good news. That's great news. See, this is where all of a sudden, <laughs> look, Michelle's smiling again. <laughs> so there's some really good uh, narrators this year. There are. Um, so just to give you a few um, examples. 
So the show This Is Us was super popular. Um, I loved it. Uh, so Chrissy Metz and Sterling K. Brown from This, this Is Us have been added to the lineup this year. Uh, also, for my boy band fans, uh, Joey McIntyre from New Kids on the Block. Uh, 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 I am thrilled about that uh, one. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> He's got the right stuff, right? Please don't go <laughs> Hey, I love him. <laughs> he was my new kid growing up. Uh, yeah, and, <laughs> he's her new kid grown up. Okay, yeah, he's my, still my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> and do you know where I got that song? You put up an amazing reel when I it was announced. Did. And now that song will not leave my head. Thank you so much. You're so welcome. And that's from the New Kids concert a year ago because um, I still go to those. I know you do. <laughs> and uh, apparently my wife will be joining you from now on because all I've heard of during my whole relationship is how much she's loved New Kids on the Block. So, hey, some of us uh, just don't grow up. We still love what we yeah, love. So that's December 17th and 18th is Joey McIntyre from New Kids on the Block. And don't forget about Brendan Fraser is new this year as well. And you know him from The Mummy, among other things, which is super exciting because he's like super popular right now. He so. was in The Whale? Uh-huh. Did he lose the weight? Uh, yeah. But <laughs> I, was that a fat suit? Yeah, no. He literally put all that weight on really yes. no prosthetics at all no he uh from what i know and i don't want to speak out of turn he truly did and then apparently he went on and tried to lose it all and like he he i don't know it's a method acting or what he did but yeah right. that is was absolutely not that suit well you know speaking of nuke on the block and method acting and all that good stuff do you remember donnie Wahlberg lost like 200 pounds for the movie the sixth sense with Bruce Willis. Yes. And a lot of people did not know that was Donnie Wahlberg because instead of, you know, using, you know, tricks for, of the movie, he lost. He was like 100 pounds. Ooh. Yeah. So some people do that opposite, you know. I, I, I had Maybe a point. Maybe they cut his brother off from him. <laughs> and that's how he lost all that God. weight. <laughs> he was done with his funky bunch. Oh, but Marky Mark. <laughs> <laughs> I digress. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I liked Marky Mark too. (laughs) Oh my God. Do you remember before they changed the score at Disney Springs to Disney Music? Every single time. Yes. Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch was playing no matter what time of day we went to Disney (laughs) Springs and it was that song every time. 9 a.m. Feel it, feel it. (laughs) Feel the vibration. That's right. Like, dude, stop yelling at me. It's 9 a.m. I, I want to eat first. Let me get some coffee. Right? He's yelling at you as soon as you get it. <laughs> 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 say? I got nothing. Ladies and gentlemen, from the Main Street Mouse, the owner of Lost Princess Apparel, the incomparable Michelle Atwood. Michelle, thank you so much for being here today. You are very welcome. Back, folks. Scott has rejoined us here. Guess who's back? Back uh, again. We are, this is becoming a singing episode. Um, that was a lot of news from Disney. A whole lot of a whole lot of news. A whole lot of negative news. So for you Disney folks out there, we apologize for how negative that was. And it wasn't even negative. It's just that's it's the honest. news. It's, it's honest. honest right there. So uh Scott, we always have a have to talk about unfortunate things that happen to uh, people 
Welcome, foolish mortals. It's the news of the dead. In today's news of the dead, my friends, we are going to start off with, uh, unfortunately, we lost an NFL legend, a college football legend, Mm -hmm. a TV legend, and a marital legend. And a marital legend. He was married. Ladies and gentlemen, the unfortunate passing of Dick Butkus. Chicago Bears own Dick Butkus. Big ups, big guy. Big ups. Uh, he, was a, so, he, was great, he was a great football player, even though I grew up as a Lions fan. Right. Chicago's always been one of our, the Chicago Green Bay, there's that big rivalry between the three teams. And, uh, but Dick was a great player. Um, and I can't, I gotta give him his props. Yeah. He was so really he was uh, obviously, Dick Buckus played for the Chicago Bears, passed away at the age of 80 the other day, uh, distinguished career, participating in eight Pro Bowls, inducted into the College Football Hall of Fame, the NFL Hall of Fame. Uh, he had a successful acting career, appearing in TV shows. And he, this is my childhood. I remember on Brian's song, yep. Six Million Dollar Man, Wonder Woman. He would pop up in like every show. He would. He would like, and it was amazing. But here's the really cool thing that I thought was he was married to his high school sweetheart. Mm-hmm. Like he had the same marriage uh, since I think he was six, 17 or 18. Yeah. So uh, over 60 years. Yeah. And uh, of all things in this world, that is to be commended. It is. Um, uh, uh, what, how, how many years have you guys been married? We are at, uh, we're, well, 10 December will be our, no, now you're making me think. See, you're putting me oh, on the no. spot, Greg. Oh no. I'm so sorry, Michelle. That's okay. It'll be, uh, I think it's 16. Uh, 20. <laughs> yeah. Holly's dealt with me. Holly has dealt with me for twenty. But like, I I hope to make it to sixty years. Like, and I will give Dick Buckus a lot of respect for uh, the career he had and all the stuff that he was around in this world. But the biggest achievement is that marriage. That's making it work, it. especially especially with his line of work. Yeah. I mean, being on the road and traveling and all that stuff. Being a star exactly. wherever he went, and people uh, always wanting your autograph or a photo yep. or all that. And he wasn't. He was one of those guys you would notice. He wasn't just a small guy that could hide himself. He, he was a pretty big yeah. guy. So. Uh, and then, of course, to bring it back around to Disney, because we live next to Disney, his last appearance ever on a TV show was mm-hmm. on the Disney Channel show called I Didn't Do It. Never heard of this show, honestly. Um, but it's kind of fitting that it was on Disney. Yeah. For us to be able to talk about it. And in more... Welcome, foolish mortals. It's the news of the day. A big passing in uh, in in U.S. Uh, Congress. Yeah, Congress. Yeah, government. Yeah. Um, yep. Senator Dianne Feinstein yes. uh, passed away, and I will say this: we are we don't get political at no, all, and could no, care no. less. So, but no matter what political side you were on, she still tried to serve her country the best way she knew how to. Yep. Uh, and it, it really is when somebody gives their life to this country to serve. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a loss for everybody. Um, so it's a loss for our country. It's a loss for uh, the house. Um, and it's a loss for was it, uh, California, yeah. who she represented, and the people of her district. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was 90 years old. I think she served 31 years in the house, which is, that's, I came and fathom 31 years in the house. Plus, before that, she served, I believe, as mayor. Yeah, I, she's, I mean, politics was her career. And it was. She knew how to wheel and deal and do what she needed for her constituency. 
but to work to your 90 doing that just blows me away that you can actually to be able to do that to your 90. Because what other corporation or company in this world yeah. do they have people working until they're 90? Maybe they shouldn't work till. Oh, see, no, no, we are not nope, political. Stop nope. right there. Moving on. Our next segment, Scott, as always. This is your What the fuck, Disney? For the love of country, people, welcome to What the Deuce Disney, my favorite part of this whole show. Uh, Scott, why is this my favorite part? I don't know. Probably because we got to add a disclaimer. This is, <laughs> this is the reason we have an explicit rating on this yes, show. Yes, because we drop that word two to three times per show. Yes. Um, we don't say it live. No the recorded version. Nope. You just said what the deuce. Yeah. So you didn't I, say it again. I will not curse on this on this thing. No, at least I've, not that word. I've promised Holly I would not go. So over the recorded board. version. So as long as we record it, you can yeah, say yeah, it all you want. I can not say me. it all. I mean, that's I didn't record that. It's just it's just our intro. And this is our part that we're not saying Disney screwed up or Disney that we're just nope. asking the question of why are they yes. doing this or why in this case why are the fans doing something? Yes. You doing. And here is my What the Deuce Disney for this week, Scott. Listen, people, this isn't even on Disney. This is on people. If you're sick, stay home. Stay home. Or uh, what's that thing? Oh, wear a mask. Now, again, we're not political. We're not condoning or saying no. What we're saying is... This is medical. It is proven that wearing a medical mask will keep germs from spreading to other people at a higher rate than Mm -hmm. not wearing one. Symbol. That's science. And we're not saying people who just... Any any illness, a cold, a flu, anything. Things that can be spread for 100, Alex. Yeah, anything. 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 And it's just stay if home. your kid has mono, keep him home. Yes. If you have a fever, stay home. You'll feel better if you stay home. Buy the insurance for your vacation and stay. I walked through Epcot the other day on Sunday and I went to go into Guardians and I got sneezed on twice walking into the building. And it wasn't like, oh, somebody sneezed into their hands and walked. No, it was just like somebody was just like, oh, Joe! And you're like into the air and you have to keep walking. And I've, you're like, oh. I've noticed people at Disney don't seem to cover their nose when they sneeze or cough. And I don't understand why that is. Why do you want to just do it in the atmosphere around 5,000 other people? Why? Why? Why, people? Just what the deuce, man? Stay For the love of all other, stay home. Uh, Yeah, look, uh, and you see it all the time. Like, if your kid has the sniffles, whatever, they're going to touch everything. Everything. Disney is very good about cleaning, and they've always been. But you can't be after people 24-7. No, you can't get every kid who sneezes on the ride. I mean, he's riding mine train, he sneezes on the bar, and you grab it next. They didn't clean it between. And you know what? While we're at it, What the fuck, Disney? Can people stop busting ass in the lines? You just said a bad word. I did. You know why? Because this one angers me. <laughs> okay, this one's me. I'm just saying. It's you a lot of times. It's a but lot I, of have, times I have experienced that with other people. There's been some gross. I'm, I'm not kidding. For some odd reason, the other day at Epcot, which just horrendous. Mm-hmm. Like, if it, it didn't smell, and I'm trying to cover my nose and mouth, and it's just like, I just got a whole, I have brown lung today. 
You know, if you were sick, you wouldn't have noticed it. Your nose would have been all congested. Maybe <laughs> I should start going while I'm <laughs> sick down here. Oh, my and Holly just beats me. Like, oh well, yeah, and that's it. why you should not beat your spouse at Disney. Wait till you get out of Disney. <laughs> wait till you're back in the car safe. Then you can beat the wait, crap wait, out wait, of wait. I want to go back to the, there's a good what the deuce Disney. Hey, ladies, don't beat your spouse while you're at Disney. Not don't, while you're in Disney. Don't emasculate your man or wife or anybody. In fact, lady, see, this is what's going to get us taken off the air right away. It's like, oh, you want to work for Disney? Too bad. Yep. Just, there goes my house of mouse expo gone. Yeah. gone. Michelle got fired. Fox 30 all of us got fired. Um, Thanks, so, all right, real quick. Um, my resume is on LinkedIn if you need somebody. Yeah. You and I are doing a bracket challenge oh, today. Sweet. And we are going to pit Halloween movies mm-hmm. versus Disney Halloween movies. Oh, boy. Yeah. So we're going to do, uh, we're going to take eight movies from each side. And I'm going to give it to Scott, and he's going to get to debate which movie he likes the best. So is Turnerboard going to go against Leatherface? Ye- wow. That's a, that's, I wonder who would win on that one. Oh, Turnerboard, yeah. obviously. He's got mystical powers. Yeah, and he's a giant mountain. Turnerboard just has like a chainsaw yeah. and somebody else's yeah. skin on his face. But hey, it's all good. Dude, I loved Fantasia, by the way. Did you? Yeah, it's my But you favorite. love to sing, so it makes sense for you. There's no songs in there. Not I mean, there. there's no singing songs in there. But you like music. You like I do. Dance. You know why? Because it was done with a Philadelphia. It was uh, Stravinsky with the Philadelphia Orchestra. Is that the only reason? Because it was from Philly. Uh, and then, by the way, it's a dang good classic. It's one of the best films I've ever seen in my life. Do you like yeah, the so. second one? I do. I saw that in IMAX. Oh. And so they started off and it was like a little bit of the screen, how it originally looked. Right. And then it just exploded and took up the whole oh, IMAX. I was like, cool. that to me, was the best use of IMAX I've ever seen. Right. And what was great was beforehand, they were like, this is the left speaker. This is the right speaker. This is the right speaker in behind you. And I was like, oh, I'm in for an event. This yes. is awesome. So, like yes, a concert. I have a, a, an affinity for Fantasia and Fantasia 2000. Interesting. Yeah. Good to know. Yeah. So, now I can make fun of you later for it. Yeah. I'll find I, something to make fun of. I don't know how we got off on that. But no let's talk about my friend uh, Loki. We're going to get into a little pop culture news like Marvel and Star Wars real quick. Okay. I did want to talk. Uh, New York Comic Con is going on right now. Yes. Um, it, apparently, there was a Job of the Hut movie by Guillermo del Toro that was supposed to come out. He, he put out something on social media a few months back about it, and it got axed. But it was going to be the story of Job of the Hut, his rise and fall and the power on Tatooine. And I would like to, as a Star Wars fan, I would like to see that. Yeah, I want to see that. You know what else I want to see? Hmm. I want to see the life and times of Max Repo. Oh, like how does be he interesting. keep escaping everything? How does Pretty he end deep. up everywhere? How did he end up working for Jabba? And how did Jabba take over his palace? Those are all valid And questions. where did Jabba bring in the Rancor from? Other than Dathomir, because we know Rancors yes. are born on Dathomir. Yes. How did a Rancor get on Tatooine? Yeah, how did they, what, what ship did they use to bring yeah. it to Tatooine? That's and did he just start off as a little baby slug, like, and beating up the That's how they got in him. his preschool? They stole him from his parents and they flew him to Tatooine, yeah. kind of like they did with Ray. Was Ray stole? She was, I mean, stolen, she she was, was stolen, yeah. wasn't she? If you really think about it, Ray was stolen. Wow. Mm-hmm. The Ray is just like a Rancor. <laughs> for those kids, Ray. 
<laughs> and she fights Jedi. Ray is the, is the Jedi version of Rancor. <laughs> so I, don't uh, I don't know where that came from, uh, but it yeah, sense. I thought that would have been cool. A, a job of the Hut movie, I would take that any day. And mm-hmm. Guillermo del Toro, like um, his Peter Pan that he did yes. was phenomenal. Like, just it's a twisted mind freak. So let me ask you this though: the job of the Hut movie. Yeah. Do you want to see the? Because I'm sure you've seen the scenes from the original movie that were filmed with an actual actor as Job of the Hutt. It wasn't the big slug that we know today. Mm-hmm. He was a he was a human person. Would you rather see that or do you want to see the slug? Um so with CG nowadays, uh I would want to see the slug. I think so too. The original one with the human. I think would have worked better nowadays. Yeah. But you couldn't have had the image of Jabba the Hutt as a slug as right. he as a hut. Like if, if if you never brought him up and changed his look, right. I would go as a man. Yeah, absolutely. What or whatever species he is. I hate that when they remade the um they redid the films and they added that scene back in, but you see like Han steps over the slug. Yeah, or on his tail. Yeah. Yeah. And you see, he like screams in pain. <laughs> yeah. I am Jabba the Hutt. Hey, hey guys, it's me, the bear. I was doing my best job of the Hutt. It's me, the bear from Magic Kingdom. Hey guys, I just want to let you know I'll be at House and House Expo 2024. Come see me, the bear from Magic Kingdom. It's amazing that the bear sounds a lot like Kevin McAllister from Home Alone. When he's trying to book a hotel room. He really does. You brought that up earlier, and I was like, oh, my gosh, it really does. I don't know. The bear just likes to come out once in a while. He so. just shows up out of nowhere. Uh, New York Comic Con. Yes. What is going on up there? I mean, there's tons of Funko Pops. There's tons oh. of stuff. We're going to get a whole bunch of information coming out of there. We'll be getting a lot of information uh, uh, probably Saturday. We won't get any of- really actors talking about it because no, the Actors can't. Guild is still on strike, yes. whereas the writer strike is over. Yes. So they can announce. So I can now talk again, Scott. I am part of the screen act. Oh no, I, Bane no. is not allowed on here. Bane will disappear until next week. <laughs> Come again, Batman! Aha! Thank you, Bane, for joining us. <laughs> Bane, the bear. Who else starts with a B that can be on the show? Booger. Booger the nerd. There you go. Nerds. <laughs> Isn't that Booger? That wasn't Booger that said it, though. No? That Who was the that? Uh, football player, the big guy. can't think of his name right I now. Thought his, oh, no, Booger was the little... Booger was the... Computer geek guy, like... Yeah, the one who was always... He was either smoking yeah. something or he was picking yeah. up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> who was the other guy? One of the other guy was like Lyle Alzado-looking guy. Oh, my God, he was a big football player guy yeah. who just beat up nerds. Yeah. <laughs> I, Scott and I are now part of Tri-Lambda. Lambda, Lambda, Lambda. Lambda, Lambda, Lambda. <laughs> See, that just went really okay. Anyway, back to Funko Pops in the Art Comic Con. Anyway, so yeah, when's the Nerds Funko Pop? No, they're yeah. Oh, <laughs> I need to try Lambda with the, the violin. Be- See, that's that's cool. a fun. The electric pop. one. That guy was actually at um Fanboy Expo when we were there a few weeks ago, a couple months ago now, I think. He like, was, wasn't he? Yes, the one who played that character. Uh, he was also in Thirty Something. I think I can't think of his name right now. Uh-huh. Timothy Busfield. That's okay. the name. I would never have known that. It was a guest. He was married to Melissa Gilbert, who was sitting right next to him at the expo. <laughs> she was there for Little House on the Prairie. Oh, was she the little house uh, on the she prairie? She was the main girl in the house. The main oh. little girl. Her sister was in Roseanne. Oh, Sarah Gilbert. Which brings it right back to Disney. Because they owned Roseanne. Right. 
See, it's six degrees of Disney. <laughs> I was going to go off on a Roseanne tangent. And I was like, you know what? Funko Pops at New York. Funko Pops. <laughs> so there's lots of Funko Pops. Actually, um, for those who don't, for those collectors out there, you already know this, but there's a lot of partner um, companies that Funko works with. So we'll be dropping most of the pops at the event. But I then just you want everybody to know that I'm staring at a wall of 600. What, how many are there, Scott? I don't think there's 600 anymore. There used to be a lot. I sold 900 uh, of them. So there is a wall. There's a few hundred. Of Funko Pops. One day, I'll just randomly start walking around Scott's house and being like, and here we are at uh, the Lookout for the Little Guy, Scott Lang book, that is next to the Stan Lee and the other Stan Lee Funko Pop on top of the Spider-Man shelf. Anyway, go ahead. It's I'm amazing, sorry. isn't it, to look at? <laughs> it really is. For those like, who are curious, we're in, our, we're in my office right now looking at all this. So it's Funko Pops, it's Legos. Is that what you call the dungeon now? Your yes, office? My office. Oh, okay. From Michelle sends me when yeah, yeah, yeah. go in your office, close the door. Yeah. Come out when I tell you to. But there's a lot of Funko Pops dropping. Uh, if you go to Funko.com, you can see the full list of where you can get them. I think that'll be starting tomorrow. You'll be able to buy them at the different retail establishments if you're not at New York City Comic Con. But if you're there, it's really hard to get them as well because you have to get a number, wait for a lottery and all that. And hopefully you know a friend or a media friend who is exactly. up there like we may know it's friend do. or two. But I already have one of mine on pre-order. The only uh, one, there's a Captain America coming out that I pre-ordered already. Yes, and you are obviously a huge Avengers fan. So uh, mm. totally understand. All right, let's uh, talk Loki real quick. We're just going to touch on the uh, brief overview of Loki before we get into our bracket challenge. Yes, yeah, so uh, real quickly, if you remember at the end of Loki season one, um, they kill who we become to know as Kang the Conqueror or Sylvie kills Kang. She sends Loki back into the TVA and nobody knows who Loki is. And that's where we pick up with season two. So you see Loki trying to figure out why nobody knows him. Um, you get to see, um, I can never say his name right. The one who's playing, he played, he's Obi in the new Loki, but he was in Goonies. He was in Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. Uh, he, yeah. Obi. Yeah, but how do you say his name? Um, he, I, can, uh, I can't think of it. I don't want to mispronounce it. I'll feel really bad. But we knew he was joining it and he's actually, his character a lot of the character that's in the Loki show is based off of data. He who Quan. That's who it was. That's who I was trying to say. I can't say that. Name who right. was in Indiana Jones and in the Temple of Doom. Yep. Uh, Goonies. Goonies. And then he did that movie that he won an Oscar for last year. Yes. That movie that neither one of us Something know. about nothing or something like that? Uh, I don't know, but a pick, I just he wanted to be. But I, I, so it was last year at, this, or at D23 Expo where Harrison Ford and him came together and took that picture that floated everywhere on the internet when they saw each other back. Yeah. But his character is really good. Um, part two actually dropped today. I don't know if it's dropped yet or not. I haven't watched uh, it. 9 p.m. 9 p.m. Is that the time they come out? Eastern? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Episode one was pretty good. Looking forward to seeing episode two. Um, so far, the season's going really well. I like I liked the first episode. It was kind of cool to get things going. And I'm so glad this. you're here to talk about this stuff because I would give the worst... Joe I don't want out. to give away I a did spoiler. This. That's the problem. I know, spoilers. Are, so what is the proper, how much time? What is it, a week, two weeks? I For this, I usually wait till the series is over. Being it's only six episodes. Yeah. Six weeks. Yeah. But then you got about a week after that, and then if you don't know, two after. Right. I'm going to tell it all that seventh week. All right. So uh, <laughs> we will hold off spoilers until then. But, but watch the show. I know a lot of people when... 
they first dropped WandaVision, everybody told me, oh, it's so slow. I hate this. It's boring. I don't understand. I'm like, nope, stick with it. It's going to get better. I know what's happening. I know what's wrapping up. Yeah. People stuck with it. And then I got all these messages from people afterwards. Thank you for making me stick with it. So stick with Loki. You're going to enjoy it. I'm really happy that they came off of the success of Ahsoka. Mm-hmm. Literally the next week they started Loki know, season two. Perfect. And it's just, as a Disney Plus fan, mm-hmm. Marvel, Star Wars, I think they were excellent. And back to back, I'm really happy with it. And Disney yeah. is so smart with Disney Plus, unlike where Netflix, where they'll drop the whole season in one swoop. So like Stranger Things went drops. You can watch every episode right away. Disney, yeah. you come every week. And you yep. can't just get that free week trial and binge it. It's almost like they're must-see TV. It really is. What's that? Is that ABC? I believe. Is yeah. that must-see or was that NBC? I don't know. I think it was must-see TV. I Not think sure. that was ABC. Like That's one of them. Ooh, TGI Fridays. Disney owns them all. Disney owns TGI them. Fridays. I love TGI Fridays. They're ribs. Wow. Moving on. <laughs> all right. Let's get into this. We are going to take a quick commercial break, people. And when we come back, we are going to do this week's bracket challenge. And then we're going to get out of here. So thanks for sticking around, everybody. Are you a Disney enthusiast searching for a gathering of like-minded fans? Your search ends here. Get ready for House of Mouse Expo 2024, taking place at the Osceola Heritage Park Event Center on March 2nd and 3rd. Tickets are available now at houseofmouseexpo.com. This extraordinary fan event was conceived by Scott and Michelle Atwood from the Main Street Mouse to provide a welcoming home for Disney fans and aficionados of all things Disney. It's a unique opportunity for fans to unite and share their passion. The House of Mouse Expo in 2024 promises an exciting lineup of celebrities, thought-provoking panels, stunning cosplay displays, and a global array of Disney-related vendors. Mark your calendars now for March 2nd and 3rd, 2024, and be part of this magical gathering. Visit HouseOfMouseExpo.com for exciting guest announcement tickets and hotel options. Want to live the VIP experience? Check out HouseOfMouseExpo.com. We are back. It's kind of in the middle of a conversation. Um, all right. This is what we're going to do today. We're to wrap up the show. We're going to do a really quick bracket challenge. Gotcha. Uh, I, I hope everybody understands what a bracket challenge is. Um, I'm sure. Uh, so what you do is I'm in case you don't know, we're going to take eight movies on each side of the list. Each movie goes against the competitor and whoever uh, we feel is the best moves on to the next round and goes against the winner of the next challenge uh, until we are left with one on the Halloween side yes. and one on the Disney side. side. And then we will have them battle it out in the middle to see what is the best Halloween movie of 2023. Yeah. Now, obviously, we didn't go in really deep and dark in this. No. We are semi a family-ish. We're for your late <laughs> teens and older family. <laughs> Unless what the deuce Disney popped up, then we're not. Right, right, right. In that case, we are extremely off limit. Um, <laughs> so anyway, uh, Scott, what do you want to do? You want to start on the Halloween side? Let's do Halloween first. I Let's like that side. start on Halloween side. Okay, so... We took these eight movies. You have to pit them. They're going to be pitted against another movie. Right. And whichever one you feel is the best moves on. Gotcha. Here we go. We are going to start off, ladies and gentlemen, with our bracket Halloween 2023 bracket challenge with E.T. versus Scream. That's not who I'm picking up. I'm going to take Scream. A lot of people don't think E.T. is a Halloween movie, but it really is. 
I completely think of it as the Halloween movie. I mean, it, they wear costumes. They, they wear trick or treat. There was a Yoda. There was a up. Yoda. Oh, the Spielberg got a it's shot an right there. Alien movie. It's a little scary. Mm-hmm. That little girl is scary. She's really scary. She she is. She was. She was a fire starter. She, she was fire starter. <laughs> she was. She? Not too long after she wow. did ET. Then she had a lot of trouble for a lot of years. Now she's <laughs> fixed it. She's got her own TV show. She's doing really well. She's doing amazing right so now. So I'm going to take Scream. In the and she was in 100,000 first dates, 100 first dates, 50. 50 first dates. <laughs> she's been she in a lot of around. A lot. We'll just say she's been in a lot of Adam Sandler yeah, yeah, movies. She's in a, but any, I liked it. 50 first dates. I don't know what I'm talking about. Anyway, so Scream, Scream versus E.T. Scream is moving on. Obviously, the Scream mask. You just got to see Dude at Ghostface. Yeah. They had they did a whole reunion at Spookala of a lot of the characters from Scream. A lot of the cast was yeah. there. So it was really cool to see a lot of those Did you get to say hi to any of them? I did not say hi to any of them. Because ah. I was busy selling leggings to everybody coming into the booth. <laughs> right there. You were there for a reason. I was. <laughs> I was making money. Yeah. Uh, all right. Next round, we have Chucky, mm-hmm. the little thing. Oh, the little puppet, puppet person thing. Child toy. Child the toy. Teddy Ruxpin of horror. Yes. Definitely. Uh, versus... Um, Nightmare on Elm Street with Freddy Krueger. You gotta go Nightmare on Elm Street. I'm assuming this means Nightmare on Elm Street episode one. I don't think it's just a uh, franchise versus franchises. You can pick whichever one of the movies you want. I'm gonna go one because that was where Johnny Depp made his acting debut, and Johnny's been a huge contributor to the uh, to the Disney universe and Pirates of the Caribbean. So we're gonna go, we're gonna bring that back. Okay. <laughs> I had to think about that. As long as it's not three, whatever Dream Warriors was. I know you like that one. Oh, only because Dokken. I got to tell you a little joke later, but we'll do it one week because I know that movie's on here later. I'm a oh, okay. little joke. All right. Uh, all right. So Nightmare uh, on Elm. Yes, on we'll Elm. take Nightmare. All right. Freddy Krueger. We are moving on to Jason and Friday the 13th versus the puppet master guy of Saw. The Saw movies to me, they just, they're disturbing. I mean, not that these aren't all disturbing to watch people get slapped. I'm going to take Friday the 13th because I do like Jason. The classic. That's the one I grew I, up I watching. I have to admit, yeah. I've never seen a Saw movie. They're, they're rough to watch, really. They, um, they, they make the people do some weird... That guy's sick, like sick-minded person. Like and some, human centipedal type thing? Man, they well, I don't do a centipede, but they got cut off limbs <laughs> and they got up. Dude, they got to do some weird stuff. And we just thing, got it even more explicit. You just went way out there. Way out there. You're going to talk about Tusk next? Oh, <laughs> oh I should have put Tusk on this list. That is my out. We'll talk about it. So, Tusk. Kevin Smith's Tusk. My favorite horror movie of all time. It's I got love Justin it. from, he was in Dodgeball. Bateman? <laughs> no. no. That's just, no. Thoreau? Can't think of it. He was the Apple Kid. In the 90s for a while there, he was in Jeepers Creepers. Timberlake. No. Oh. I can't think of it. Oh, my computer now. Let me look up. <laughs> anyway, like Friday up the 13th is moving on. And then finally, Scott, in the horror first round, we have Halloween with Michael Myers versus the gang of the Ghostbusters. I do love the Ghostbusters, but I'm going to go with Halloween because Michael Myers is hands down my favorite baddie. And all that That's a good selection on that one too. That one's really tough. Like I don't know how I would choose on that one because I love Halloween movies. So last night we're watching in TV and AMC was playing another Halloween <laughs> binge watch, and uh, Halloween three came on, which I know is the one you like because it has nothing to do with the rest of the storylines. <laughs> and Michelle starts watching it, 
And I'm like, just turn it off. Just turn it off. And this girl like did something and her face started morphing mm-hmm. in a different... And she's like, oh my God, this is a girl. I was like, turn it off. This is Greg's favorite movie. Just turn it off. You don't want to watch this one if you've no, never no, no. seen it. And you know, so I will tell you why. And I know you'll get this because you're a comic book fan yep. and, and love superheroes and stuff. I loved that because it reminds me of Arkham Asylum from oh, Batman. Oh, I never and thought about so that. And so to cool. me... Having and I'm I'm not saying DC's the greatest. I'm not saying, but right. Arkham Asylum when the uh, I, I forget who wrote that and I apologize, but it's a major uh, anime uh, manga writer mm-hmm. and stuff uh, did it for Dark Horse. That would be a great movie to do Arkham yeah. Asylum movie uh-huh. to show the Joker when he's locked up in there. Yep, and they could really go to the extreme. I'm not a DC fan, but I'm a Batman. Yes. And I like Batman. The Joker, hands down, beats every Marvel. I like the Batman too, Scott. Well, the Joker could beat you, Bane. <laughs> I will break your spirit and your bones. Bane out. Thanks, Bane. Uh, <laughs> all right, we got to move on. Like, we are really running out of time here. Yeah. Uh, okay, back to the beginning. We're going to break this down some more. Scream versus Nightmare on Elm Street. I'm going to go Nightmare on Elm Street. Wow, that's surprising. Well, me. Scream Guy only has one knife. Freddy Krueger has four fingers or five fingers. I'm not sure if he has five or four, but he has multiple blades. Uh, I'm not sure if he's got one on the thumb or four not. Four and a thumb? Is yeah. Boom. He can't pick his nose very well. No, it hurts. Yeah. That's why he's got little scars all over his face. Yeah. It wasn't the burning. No, it had nothing yeah. to do with that. It was, it was oh. trying to get something to <laughs> Just trying to trim his nose hair. <laughs> I should have put the new nightmare on here. Like, like Robert England plays himself. Yeah. And he's like, I, I'm, I'm killing myself. Like, man, what a brilliant movie at the time. Like, what? a lot of people pan that. And I was, I loved it. Uh, all right. Friday the 13th versus Halloween. And this one's big, man. Like Michael Myers versus Jason. It is. It'd be a good one, but I'm going to go Halloween. You're going like, Halloween. Because otherwise we would have had a movie right there. Yeah, Jason versus Freddy, and I'm not going to do that. I'm a. I think Michael Myers. That's <laughs> like but, I'm out on that one. Oh. Uh, all right, and finally, to go into our final round, we have Nightmare on Elm Street versus the King of Halloween, Halloween, and Michael Myers. I'm taking Halloween, Michael Myers, all the way. Which I did meet the actors who played Michael Myers past weekend. Spookala, did you? Have you met Robert England? I have not, but he will be at Spooky Empire. Ooh, in two weeks. I wonder if I'm going to Spooky Empire. I got to figure that out. I went to Spookala. I'll see if I can do anything spooky. We'll just have some fun. That's all. I have friends. All right. We are moving over. Going into the final from the Halloween side of movies is Michael Myers and Halloween. Yes. What an amazing come. I, I'm, I, you know, what? I'm not shocked. Uh, and I'll tell you what this brought this about, by the way was when we came over here one day, mm-hmm. you guys were in the middle of, I think, a two-and-a-half-day binge Probably. of AMC showing nothing but Halloween movies. They did. They showed I, them we all. Were, we were worried for you. <laughs> we, um, we thought we had to call some friends. Yeah. Uh, we just wanted to make sure that all the knives were put away. They, you took them all with you, which made it very hard for I me to cut anything the next Michelle day. Michelle to start acting like uh, Jessica Tandy. Not Jessica Tandy. Jessica Tandy. Where did that come from? What's the actress's name? Really? Yeah. Jessica, Jessica Tandy? Tandy? <laughs> wow, Greg. Wow. I meant, um, what's her name? I mean, you can figure it out. 
the uh, actress from Halloween. Yeah, you mean uh, Jamie Lee Curtis? Uh, yes, yes. Who is Not... actually Hollywood royalty? Yes, Jamie Lee Curtis, who would not be Jessica Tandy. No, she would not be. Uh, she's driving Michael Myers. She's driving Miss Daisy. Yeah. So Halloween's moving on. Let's get to Disney side of things. Let's bring it in. With these uh, are the scariest movies. Actually, yeah. a lot of Disney movies could be considered. They all have villains. They all have. I mean, they, they all they, be. But I went with the more Halloween I know feeling one. So uh, we are going to start off with Hocus Pocus. Versus Halloween Town. Uh, my wife will kill me if I don't vote Hocus Pocus. Yeah, I, I, she honestly would. And actually, I probably would pick Hocus Pocus over Halloween Town. I've gotten to know a lot of the actors that they were all at the House of Mouse Expo last year. Uh, and Halloween Town is a Disney Channel movie. There's a yeah. difference between. So if you didn't, if you didn't grow up with Disney Channel, did Hocus Pocus come out in the actual theater, or was it that? It did come out in the actual yeah. theater, but it came out I think in July or June of that year. So it wasn't oh, even great at time. Halloween time. Because another movie came out that same year called Nightmare Before Christmas. Ah. And they waited for that one to drop in that time of season. Uh, here's a tricky one. We have Sleepy Hollow starring Johnny Depp mm-hmm. versus The Adventures of Sleepy Hollow, the 1949 cartoon with Ichabod Crane and uh, Mr. Toad. I prefer the live action version of Sleepy Hollow with Johnny Depp, which would have been interesting if I would put Nightmare on Elm Street and had that win because they could possibly head it off. Oh. It'd be Depp versus Depp. Depp versus Depp. That's Depp. I would take Deep. him from Sweeney Todd. Yeah, well. He, he could take off Freddy. Uh. Um, our next round is Mr. Boogity, Boogity versus The Nightmare Before Christmas. I think you just that. like saying Boogity. <laughs> I do. I think that my, that's like my wife's like, we got to watch Mr. Boogity. I'm like, really? I know she said the other day when we were talking Loves about it. So, but I'm going to take Nightmare. You're going to take Nightmare. Yeah. Nightmare I like I like the, I like the way the movie Christmas. was made, and Danny yeah. Elfman did the soundtrack. Um, Scott, if uh, people don't know, is a fourteen-year-old emo kid. Yep, he uh, is dressed in all black and white. He's like, my dad hated me. I don't Bring that up. I told you not to talk about that on the air. I have to listen to the next Fallout Boy. Hold on, I'm putting the cure on, so I'm still nervous. When I was a young man. My father told me. <laughs> oh, you want to talk about fathers? I was going, <laughs> no, no. I was trying to do the black parade. Uh, any, my kids are going to hate me now. Uh, moving on. They don't um, listen. So it haunted matter. Mansion versus House of Mouse, the House of Villains. Which Haunted Mansion is my question? Is it the Eddie Murphy fantastic version? Or is it the newer version with Rosario Dawson? Or I should say Ahsoka. Okay, I'm not going to pick the, the, the. I'm not going with the Eddie Murphy version. Oh, I'm going with so the new good. version that is really well done, and everybody needs to give it a little bit more credit. So we're going with the new Haunted Mansion versus the House of Mouse, the House of Villain. I will take the new Haunted. Yeah, I, I'm I'm with you on that. All right, back to the beginning. We have Hocus Pocus now versus Johnny Depp's version of Sleepy Hollow. My wife's going to kill me, but I'm going Sleepy Hollow. Wow. There is so many big names in that movie. You have the Emperor from Star Wars. Palpatine? Palpatine is in yeah. that movie. You have Harry Potter's uncle, as yeah. well as Dumbledore. Oh. <laughs> yeah, Jeff yeah. is in there. Hey, guys. I'm Harry Potter's uncle. I'm Jeff. My name is hey, Jeff. Jeff. How are you doing? Jeff Potter. Hey, guys. It's me. Kevin. 
<laughs> the bear from Magic Kingdom just stopping in to say hi. I wanted to be part of this bit too. <laughs> I had too many buttons, man. Anyway, I had to get us back on track. He's pushing every button on his thing. Every single button. What this button do? Oh, this is great. I'm just going to have a conversation with you like this now, Scott. Oh, great. See? Oh, I'm doing it back. Yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> and he calls me the immature oh, one. Oh, man. Playing with toys. Downhill. All right, let's keep going. Um, Nightmare Before Christmas versus uh-huh. Haunted Mansion, the new one. Nightmare. Oh, yes. Okay, Nightmare Before I Christmas. like the Haunted Mansion. I just, I, I really like Nightmare all right, wrapping up the Disney side of our bracket for the best Halloween 2023 movie, we have Sleepy Hollow versus Nightmare Before Christmas. Whew. See, I'm looking at this one and trying to think of the next round who would be a better battle. Um, I think I'm going to go with uh, Nightmare Before Christmas as the winner. Wow. Nightmare Before Christmas is moving on. Scott is going with his emo side. Nightmare Before be Christmas. And who is that going to go against? Uh, that's going to go against Halloween. You know what I was looking up, and I'm going to put that away. I'm not going to do that. Uh, I was looking up the lyrics for Black Parade. I was going to say, Oh, you were going to sing again? Yeah. Uh, I'm sure there's more songs to listen to there's that are plenty more. of them. Yeah. Uh, all right. So, our final for this week, and to wrap up our show, Scott. We have our 2023 Halloween bracket challenge, and it is Halloween, the horror movie with Michael Myers yes. versus Tim Burton's The Nightmare Before Christmas from the Disney side of things. How are you voting for the number one movie that people should watch this year? Michael Myers all the way. He, he wins. Hands down. Wow. So we are putting, uh, and it doesn't, what uh, version? Do we have a version? Oh, it doesn't even matter. We can take the first one. I'm not going to go with the Rob Zombie ones because those ones are really deep, but I'll go with the original, Don Carpenter's 1978. Yeah. What was the one where uh, Jamie Lee Curtis came back? She came back, in, well, she was in part two, and then she came back for H2O 20 oh, years later, okay. uh, where she was the dean of the school. Oh. No. Was Jessica Tandy ever in it? I don't believe so. But her mother, who was in Psycho, was in Ishtuo. Jessica Tandy's mother? No. Was in Jamie Psycho. Lee Curtis's mother. <laughs> oh, I'm talking about Jessica Tandy. What is with you and Jessica Tandy? I don't know. Oh, man. Scott, that is going to do it for another episode of the live podcast show. Thank you, my friend, for dealing with me. Thanks for <laughs> laughing with us. Um, please, everybody out there, we're going to have our Instagram up this week. We already own the name. We'll have the website coming up. Please mm-hmm. download the show. Share this with all your friends. We appreciate everybody out there. Scott, what do you have going on this weekend? This weekend? Well, this weekend, I'm actually going to see the Lions in Tampa playing the Tampa Bay Buccaneers on Sunday. But other than that, I think we're going to be taking it easy on Friday and Saturday. Yeah, we didn't even get into sports. No, we, we did Because not. we're running out of time. And because you need to watch a game <laughs> in 11 minutes. I have, uh, I am, I'm literally rushing us off of this stream right now. The Phillies are up two games to one in the NLDS as we beat the Braves last night to go up two games to one, my friend. In the And I'm telling you, it's almost exactly like last year. So the Similar. Dodgers lost to the Padres last year. Yes. And they lost to Arizona last night. Oh yeah, and the Braves I knock on. I'm not even knocking. There's a possibility that they could lose eventually right. to the Phillies. No. That would be the exact same thing that happened last year. 
Your two best teams got knocked out by wild card. Which rarely ever happened. Yeah. For one to happen. And on the AL side, if anybody cares about the American League, which I know some people do, Mm -hmm. it is an all-Texas National American League Championship game. It is the uh, Texans. The Rangers. Rangers versus the Astros. See, my my teams aren't there. Tigers didn't make the playoffs, so I stopped caring about them. Uh, I don't even know if the Tigers are in the uh, major leagues anymore. Hey, we weren't that bad. We weren't that good. On that note. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Got, um, go to obviously the main street mouse for the news. Yes. Main street mouse house, mouse expo, plus Prince Pearl. If you're looking for some leggings and the leggings, Greg loves the leggings. So any of you guys out there who are thinking, I don't want leggings. Scott's not even kidding with you people. I literally own three or four pair of uh, the Lost Princess Apparel leggings because they're comfortable. Mm-hmm. And they're they, warm, uh, we find out, because you warmed to a Halloween party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the middle of summer, they don't keep you cool. No. No. They would no. keep your legs toasty. They kept me nice and toasty. A little too toasty. Um, and then I wore them the other day while we were freezing. Yes. And my legs were like, I'm comfortable. He likes them because they make his legs feel like they're shaved. Um... On that note, everybody, we will not talk about that one. <laughs> oh, real quick. You keep saying really quick. One more thing. I do because I keep, I, I have a list here. House Mouse Expo. Yes. We, you have just announced <laughs> oh, a few right, right, major right. guests that are coming in, celebrities yes. who are going to sign. I, could you please tell us who we have on the yes. list for House Mouse? Because we're going to keep a running total. This week, ladies and gentlemen, at House Mouse Expo, Scott Atwood will introduce us to the next guest, and that is... So the newest guest we just added was Jim Cummings, the voice of Winnie the Pooh, Tigger, Pete, Darkwing Duck, Ray from Princess and the Frog. His, the amount of voice... What's it, great is now that I hear Darkwing Duck, uh-huh. I hear Tigger in that voice, too. Oh, and really? I'm like, oh, it is Jim Cummings. He has done... So if you go to his website and see, it says he's contributed 600 different characters over his career, which is just... I, that's I an amazing it. number. Um, Mel Blank used to be the person that everybody used to think did all yeah. these voices. But Man of a thousand probably, voices. Yeah, Jim's got to be getting... Jim's uh, quite amazing. And listen... Check out his Instagram yes. uh, because his awesome. Pooh and Tigger interactions are hilarious. Is. Really well done. Um, I think that's, and then um, he is joining. So we have Caitlin Robrock, who is the voice of Minnie Mouse. Yeah. And also in attendance will be Jason Marsden. Now, Jason won't be at a table like normally he would have been the last two years. Um, he's actually coming to almost be part of our staff. And he's your hype man. Crowd. He is. He's our flavor flave. He is. He is. He's going to get the crowd excited. He's going to walk around. He'll do pictures and stuff like that with people walking around, but he's just there to have fun and enjoy the Right expo. there, that will tell you people out there to get tickets. Definitely you want tickets. to be a part of this. This is a, ma- a, a magical celebration of all things Disney. And we're working on having a podcast stage inside the expo vendor room where Greg and I will be opening the show. You could see us live two days in a row. Live. You might live not want to, though. On stage. You oh, they're going to want to because I'm going to be throwing donuts at people. Are we going to drop what the deuce at the expo? Uh, we'll talk. Don't come sick to the expo, though. <laughs> yes. Scott, thank you so much. As always, I will end this show with end of line. <laughs>